Welcome to the Anxiety Slayer series. Our mission is to assist you with creating more peace and tranquility in your life through anxiety release exercises and supportive tools created to slay your anxiety. Good morning, Shan. Really nice to be connecting with you again today to examine a question that a reader sent in to us this week, which I know is something that you've had personal experience with. And the question is, I have a question about handling challenges such as long flights, travel or other events that throw a routine to the wind. Are there any tips and tricks for developing extra protection from those sometimes unavoidable challenges? Thank you so much for all you do. It is such a great question and something that um, I've become pretty darn good at over the years because any sort of traveling or event Anything bigger than the regular day-to-day for me has been a challenge. And now that I know what to do about that, it's, it's become uh, much easier to manage as, as I move through my days and travels and, and such. So I do have a few tricks that I'd like to share. And uh, the very first thing is anytime I have a long flight or any sort of major event like a speaking engagement or anything like that, that as she says, throws a routine to the wind. I create as much spaciousness the day before and the day after as I possibly can. And what I mean by that is I'll I'll clear my calendar to the best of my ability the day before and after to give myself plenty of time to prepare and to just gently move into what's coming. If I have loads of activities to do the day before and the day after, it makes it that much more stressful during the actual event or or during the, the actual travel. One of the very best things that I recommend is pre-planning. And within that spacious time beforehand, you can start to take care of minor tasks that will eventually end up with having everything that needs to be done completed before your travel. So this is a way to avoid the stress and anxiety of all that needs to be done before you go. And I generally will make a a very nice punch list of what I need to pack, what I need to prepare, what I need to remember. And then I allow myself plenty of time leading up to the actual day of travel to get all of that taken care of versus waiting until the last minute and running around trying to figure out where things are and having no idea where they are and then freaking out about where they are and then, oh my gosh, and so on and so forth, all of the things that can happen before you leave. So pre-planning is huge. The other thing is making sure before you take off on a holiday that you get plenty of rest leading up to the trip. Usually, you're pretty keyed up before an adventure. Anybody is. So whether you're suffering from anxiety or not, it's really important to do the best you can to get rest. And if you have a really early flight, that adds a little bit of complication to getting that rest. But just remember that it's okay. 
again, you're a part of a greater whole of people who, when traveling, often have to get up very, very early to get to the airport or often have to switch things up in their schedule. And so it's a matter of just reminding yourself that I might be awfully tired by the time I get to where I'm going. But once I get there, I can make some allowance, make some time for rest. And and that comes back to spaciousness again. So when you have an itinerary, when you are planning for a special event or for travel or what have you, why not see if you can fit in time for maybe a massage when you first get to wherever you're going that you can dial into and get back in your body once you end up somewhere or that you have maybe time to take a a nice nap or a, a quick rest or time to, if you're going somewhere that's warm and tropical, time to just sit on the beach for a little bit or soak up the sunshine. These are all very doable things, but it takes a little bit of pre-planning to make sure that they happen. The other thing is, once you've done really, really well with all of your pre-planning and your itinerary and all those things, is the actual travel itself. The, you know, the buzz of, of what's happening to get to and from the airport and to and from, you know, however you're traveling. And then the actual social interaction. And then, you know, will the flight be on time or will it not? What, who will I be sitting with? All of those things um, are very natural and a part of travel, a part of the part that I don't really like that much when going on holiday. But if you, again, prepare yourself and walk yourself through it, talk to yourself, and you know, this is going to be fine. These are the things I can expect. This is what I know. And remember, if you start to feel anxious, that you can very simply stop for a moment and get grounded in your breath. Certainly, we've shared a number of tools that can be used in motion to kind of bring you back to center before you continue. And then if, if you're not very comfortable actually flying in a plane, you know, there are things for that as well. And it's just a matter of doing your very best to prepare in advance as much as possible. And so that when, if you are feeling anxious on the plane, you can close your eyes, take a deep breath. You can take your thumb and press it into your palm very quietly and discreetly on your lap and just breathe and ground and know that everything's going to be okay. And for some people, that's like, yeah, right. But honestly, it does work if you get keyed up traveling. At least Mm -hmm. that's what I've found. So spaciousness, pre-planning, getting lots of rest, and remembering the tools that you already have at your disposal that can be used while you're in motion. Those are things that I've found really very helpful. The other thing that I'd like to bring up is... um, To be as patient as you possibly can while traveling, patient with the people at the desk who are helping you, patient with the taxi cab drivers and patient standing in line and just just remembering that 
that all of these things are a part of the grand reward or a part of this event that you're looking forward to or, or what have you. Because I know that I can get impatient sometimes. I don't want to wait in the long line. And I don't want to fill out 49 forms. And I don't want to, you know, I don't want to, <laughs> says the petulant child. But if I allow myself to be as patient as possible and as open as possible, travel tends to be a lot easier. My husband and I had a situation where we booked our flights through a company that will remain unnamed, and they ticketed us improperly. So they gave us two tickets for my husband and one ticket for myself versus a ticket for my daughter, my husband, and myself. And we stood at the airline desk for two hours with a gentleman trying to help us get through to this company to get reticketed to get on a plane. And there wasn't anyone that was able to help us. We went through six customer service reps on the phone until we got back around to somebody who could actually make a decision. And unfortunately, even though we made the first flight, we didn't make our second flight because the first flight had been held back for some reason. I don't even remember what it was. The point in sharing this story is the old version of me would have lost her mind. I would have been just freaking out to stand at that counter for two hours, you know, and not being able to do anything and not having any control. But the new version was, <laughs> wow, look at how kind this man is staying with us, sticking with us, working this through, working the problem through the best he possibly could, being so kind, helping us do whatever needed to be done to take care of it. Um, he could have turned us on our heels and told us to take care of it ourselves. Mm -hmm. And he stayed with us. And, you know, eventually we got to our destination. And it was a very stressful kind of a traveling day. But it would have been so much worse had I lost my head. Yeah. So those are just some of the things I can think of. Do you have any that you'd like to add? Yeah, I'd like to thank you for those great points. When you talk about new versions of ourselves, I like that using technology as we do to create the Anxiety Slayer podcast. Just before I spoke to you today, I logged onto Skype to have our conversation and there was an update offered, which supposedly will be an improvement. And we see that happening with things all the time. They're under development. Software gets updated, cars get updated, things get changed and improved. And I like that uh, idea of us, that we can also run a software update on ourselves. We can learn new skills. We can learn from our experiences and we can create a newer, improved version of ourselves. It's a, it's a great metaphor for self-improvement. And also, I see great value in what you shared about preparedness. And that really is the Ayurvedic way to travel as well. Ayurveda tells us that we get very disturbed by change and loss of routine, particularly if we're suffering from stress and anxiety. It really does, as our listener mentioned in our question, it really throws us off, off our guard. Ayurveda also teaches to be as prepared as you can before you travel, to be practicing actively self-care before you travel, to be rested, to be doing whatever relaxation techniques help you, your breathing practice, some guided relaxations, anything like that that helps you prepare yourself, as you said, with spaciousness and with minimal stress, because anything that increases our stress increases our adrenaline, and then anxiety really loves to feast on heightened adrenaline and it all feeds back into that awful loop which makes us feel so unwell and so mentally disturbed. So I really appreciate your points there on preparation. 
And I think if I had anything to add, it would be some, some practical tips from Ayurveda on things that you can do to cope with the upheaval in routine. Things like really important to keep yourself hydrated when traveling. We get out of our eating and drinking routines. Warm drinks, if possible, obviously not with caffeine, but if you can drink hot water or hot herbal teas really helps, particularly for the uh, Ayurvedic type, which is most sensitive to anxiety, which is vata. And you can find out more about these terms on our website. We'll put some notes up with this podcast that helps you understand these terms more if you haven't heard us speak of this before. But all travel increases vata, which is our type that is most nervously sensitive, most prone to anxiety and stress and really dislikes change of routine, which is why a lot of people experience digestive disturbance when they travel. Many people experience constipation when they travel, and that's because of that disturbance in that particular energy. So really important to keep the tissues of the body hydrated with warm drinks. Take warm showers whenever you get the opportunity. When you arrive at your destination, just unknot your muscles and hydrate from the outside. Warm yourself up as soon as you can. As you said, take advantage of what may be available to you at your destination if it means you can sit peacefully in the sun or some pleasant surroundings or get yourself a massage, preferably an oil-based one. Take advantage of that or even just give yourself a massage with um, some sesame, unprocessed sesame or almond oil. Just rub your body over with one of those oils and then take a hot shower. That really does a lot to nourish and ground and protect the nervous system when we're traveling. From my experience, when I do the things that you've just mentioned, along with some of the ideas that I shared earlier, I can tell you that I'm a much happier traveler today than I ever was before. Yeah, it makes a huge difference. It's still an upheaval to travel, but it's much less so when you know a few tricks to look after yourself. One tip that I received from a friend many years ago, we were traveling on a tour in a band. And we were sleeping in a different place every night. We weren't flying so much. We flew at the beginning and end of the tour, but we were traveling three or four hours a day on the road. And, you know, a lot of upheaval, living out of a suitcase, drying our laundry by it, flapping out of a van window sometimes, and not always able to choose, uh, <laughs> not always able to choose your company. As you said, who, who am I sitting with on the flight? And sometimes when we suffer from anxiety, we have very, uh, rigid boundaries that help us feel safe. And when they become compromised by situations that are unexpected or beyond our control, then that can be very uncomfortable for us. So on this tour, when we were traveling three or four hours at a time, my friend uh, taught me the trick of having a good pair of headphones and your own soundtrack. Mm. You know, the sounds that you like to listen to to help you. This was many years ago, but that's something I've carried with me to this day. And I have a pair of headphones where I can change the tips. They're very comfortable. Sometimes they're just nice for listening and you can hear ambient noise around you. But on the occasions when I really can't tolerate outside noise, which is something that I do suffer with occasionally, I have noise cancelling tips and I just always have them with me and I just put them on, change them out and I'll have my own soundtrack that I find relaxing on my phone or on my iPod. It might be a guided relaxation if I'm travelling and I can really zone out or if I'm just out at a coffee shop or doing some writing or just out and about in general, then it might just be some very peaceful, relaxing music, classical music. I've got several things that I like to use for different occasions, but that's been incredibly helpful to me. Just that simple thing of creating your own environment. And even if you're in a busy place, you really can get help to just zone out and relax. I'm so glad you brought that up because that is absolutely a part of what I do as well. 
and it's, it's made all the difference in the world. And, and whether it's a book that I want to listen to or whether it's something really nice and relaxing or whether it's a, a playlist that I create, that's part of the fun mm-hmm. of, you know, ooh, what am I going to choose to bring with me to support myself? And the noise canceling headphones are pretty nice. Great idea and definitely a, a must have, in my opinion, for traveling. Well, I'm glad we came together today to answer another question from our tribe of listeners. And then hopefully our listeners will find it quite helpful. I hope so too. Thanks so much for your tip, Shan. And thanks to everyone who wrote into us this week. We've received some lovely letters. It's wonderful to know that we're helping and uh, some nice questions that we'll be covering in a podcast coming soon. Thank you for listening to Anxiety Slayer. You are welcome to join our Facebook community for supportive, healing, and healthy conversations at facebook.com forward slash anxiety slayer.